I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. How's it going? Sipping on a 40. My name's Kyle Ballin. Shout out to SP Nation. Shout out to Nux Misconduct. Get the network. Three shows, one swipe, one tap. Wherever you get your podcast, okay? Make your hockey life a little bit better. I'm joined today with one half of Don't Doze with Ricky, the homie. How's it going, man? Hey, Kyle. Where's my 40? Hey, hey, Kyle. Where's my 40? We got to do that. Okay, Colt 45 or Old English? What's the 40 of choice? You know, they, they put other things in 40 bottles now. Oh, shit. Oh, we can just do uh, the whole brewery thing too, right? Just get those bottles filled up. Yeah, man. Let's get on that. Let's get on that, man. Get a get a little sponsorship going. Have some fun here. Does this fridge still work? Oh, it does, man. Come on, man. You guys, hey. act, yo, honestly, when we did the little renovations, we left uh, a couple bottles of Crown Royal here too. Apple. Apple. A little the, bit of a sweet, a the sweet best, drink. The best Crown Royal. The best Crown, Crown Royal. Apple. Hey, speaking of sweet, your Vancouver Canucks, they picked up a 7-2 victory today over the Florida Panthers. I'll be real, after it was 5-1, and even even after what happened against Washington with the Canucks blowing a big lead, I wasn't concerned. This is Florida we're talking about. We're not talking about a horrible team, but we're not talking about an elite team. This game was over. Florida, they looked hungover, man. They looked bad. They looked horrible. Joel Quinville, why am I saying like that? Coach Joel He's probably he's probably laying into them right now, man. Because that was that was bad hockey, man. No wonder nobody watches in Florida. Straight up. I think he's become a nicer guy. No, into his, man. Into his Silver Fox years. After today, <laughs> after seeing that, that was bad, man. That was bad. And kudos to the Canucks, man. They could have. I mean, would you say this was a big game? It was a big comeback game for them. Big comeback they, game. That, that was pretty disappointing and embarrassing. What happened? How they let it all fall away towards at the or yeah. <clears throat> fall off at the end there. I know. So this was big to come say this like, hey, everybody, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fair enough. Maybe that's how they felt. And they did perform, man. Like I said, you know, the shots looked a little bit tighter towards the end, but Demko never really had to do much. Canucks were pretty much in control of this game the whole way through. Going back to Demko, we can't read too much into this start, right? Two days off in between starts. Markstrom, he's the number one guy. He's Travis Green's guy, but he goes to Demko. Should we look into this? No. No. And that's it. Unless you realize one of the guys has a contract next year and the other doesn't. Mm-hmm. Then maybe there's something more to it. Have some fun with it. When, when does it become a problem? Can it become a problem at Game 11? We're really going to do this, Vancouver? I don't think there's a chance. (laughs) I think it's different this time. I do think, you know, 
Personally, I would love to have another Schneider versus Luongo situation. That's good, here. right? It'd be great. It'd be great. Hockey was fun then. In this city, yeah. And when you have competition like that, obviously, every time a goaltender gets in there, they don't want to give up the crease. Poor Corey Schneider. You know, he played his ass off. And he had little spurts where he could, where he didn't give up the crease, but it was never his. And I don't know if Demko really fucks with that, man. I don't know if any of these young athletes really fuck with that. Sitting in the background, sitting in the shadows for too long. Player empowerment. And a lot of these players, they want their money sooner. Their big money sooner. Demko's not getting big money if he's getting 30 starts. So... It'll be interesting to see what happens towards the end of the year. You know, if you're listening to this, you, you might be saying, oh, man, look at you guys making an issue. Why can't you just be happy with the fucking win? You know, shut the fuck up. Hey, it's always going to be there because you guys got two good goaltenders for your Vancouver Canucks. Demko's solid. And you got to give credit to him, I guess. Even though he wasn't that busy, <laughs> this was a this was another big start for him. He's three. He's had a good season so far, man. Good old Thatcher, man. Good old Thatcher. Sick uh, name, too, man. Great name. Thatcher. Damco, the next great American goaltender. Ooh, possibly the next number one goaltender for your Canucks. If if Marshall doesn't stay in Vancouver, and let's say he continues to play at this top level, and, and the Canucks are not trading him, okay? They're not trading him. They traded for Mr. First Round, JT Miller. They're, they're going all in. They want the playoff spot. They're not trading Jacob Marsham. That does leave the door open for him leaving because if if the Canucks do make the playoffs, a big part of it is going to go go because because of Markstrom being you know somewhat Vesna like. Mm-hmm. How much money does this guy get at the end of the year? And where do you think he goes, man? He may go to he may go to Calgary. He may go to Edmonton. He may go to San Jose. Straight to the ops, man. <laughs> How much money? How we much money? Him. Calgary would love to have this guy in net right about now. Oh yeah. Uh, if we let it get to the point where it's open market, uh, I don't think we can pay for him. Ooh. I, if, he, if he chooses to test the waters, I think the dollar amount's going to go a little too high. Now, we are leaping quite far into the next year's free agency market right now. But if Demko is proving himself right, man, we can we can let this guy walk. Ooh. that's This is a lot after game 11. I know. But hey, fair enough, man. If, if Demko's trajectory goes as hoped for and developed by the system, as much as, as is Markstrom, but I think it'll be a really tough decision to make. Yeah, it's the biggest decision. I mean, it's the one real, real, real big decision at the end of the year. I mean, they got... They have Horvat locked up, Bezer locked up. I don't think they're going to be worrying about Hughes and Pedersen that much. I know their, their contracts, they're going to be entering the last year, their ELCs, but I don't think... It's going to be. It's the old guard, yeah, man. It's the old it's guard. The old guard. Edler, Tanev, and Markstrom are all the remaining pieces of the old guard, and they're all playing great this season. They're kind of hurting the way, possibly even. Hey, they are, man. I, I don't think they're hurting the way only because of the first round pick thing. That that's what mm-hmm. it is. And, and we'll be real. Usually after after game days, we re- recap a lot of the game. We're not doing that today, okay? It was seven two. The game was over right from the start. Again, salute to the Canucks, bouncing back. I do want to stick to one player after Demko, though, in particularly, and it, and it's and it's JT Miller. Now, everyone, including myself, but I'm saying everyone, people who are getting paid for this shit, paid good money to talk hockey, to tweet with their fingers about trades like JT Miller for a first-round pick on day two 
of the draft last summer. Everyone was hating on it. It was one of those Benning trades where, where it just looked like another Benning trade. Like it, it was, it was surreal. How negative things were involving this trade, and even after this hot start, and JT Miller's been tremendous this year. I, I'm still on this boat, and maybe it's because I'm a. a a bitter bro that's what they're calling it I, I don't think it's because of that i'm being a realist i still wouldn't trade a fucking first round pick that's not lottery protected for jt miller i still wouldn't do it there there's another option to make that trade there's another way there has to be i just think benning gets fleeced in trades now this trade does look pretty fucking decent not gonna lie a lot of us looking stupid jt miller would you do it again yeah Holy. Yeah, every single time. Uh, Benning, you got one, bro. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> the window. The window is open right now. It is open with Pedersen and Besser. And now a, a beautiful surprise in Quinn Hughes. If this window is not going to remain open in time for that next pick that was going to be picked next year or maybe the year after to come on this train ride. So now we got this guy signed long-term in JT Miller, and he's riding shotgun with our two best players, man. This yeah. could be good. This could be good. It could be, man. It's it's one thing to say it was a bad trade, and a lot of people at the time were saying that. It's it's crazy. It's crazy to also think that people who hate on trades involving your team at the time, they don't realize it, but they want to be wrong. Because you're stuck with JT Miller, you know? And if you're stuck with him, even though you gave up, gave up a first-round pick that's not lottery protected, you got to accept what he's doing. And yes, he's putting up points. Yes, he's shock, playing shotgun with Pedersen, with Besser. But he still is only 26 years old, man. Mm-hmm. That is... That's good. That's great. That's great. Signed long-term to a good contract. JT Miller's you also got one, Jimbo. You got one, Jimbo. He also seems like one of those dudes. You can't read too much in interviews and little segments on on team websites and whatnot, but he seems like one of those dudes that 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 just fucks with hockey. You know, he just wants to. He just wants to play the game. He wants success. I don't know about all that, but thirteen points through eleven yeah. games, man. You keep going, JT. JT Miller. You know, a lot of people are going to be buying the jersey, hopping on the wagon. Making a lot of the bitter bros and those who are not bitter bros, just people like us who just still wouldn't make the trade look wrong. But the Canucks are scoring goals, and he's a big part of that, JT Miller. For your Vancouver Canucks, two bingos against the Florida Panthers. They picked up the dub, the Canucks 7-2, to rebounding after a fucking collapse. And that's it. We're still going to talk more, but not about the game. We're done, okay? <laughs> but first, we got to run that Tim Schaller fact because the homie... The homie Timmy Shiles, man, he's doing things. He's doing things only Timmy Schaller can fucking do. Who the fuck is that guy? Hey, right now on Amazon, you can get a signed Tim Schaller photo for $26.99, including Shipping and handling, which is $14.99. That's pretty expensive for a Tim Schaller photo, but go get it. It's not on Prime? It's not on Prime, man. This shit's hard to get. If you want to get a Tim Schaller signed photo, you're going to be putting up 40 American bucks for this shit. But, yo, Tim Schaller turning into a... He's turning into Rory Fitzpatrick or Jeff Cowan. All right? Okay. 
after the break, we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about Quinn Hughes being the next Duncan Keith, and we're also gonna be talking about Chris Tanev being the next Chris Phillips. That's hilarious, and that that might be true, man. That that might be true. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, we back, sipping on a 40. Shout out to SB Nation, shout out to Nux Misconduct. My name is Kyle Bowen, and I'm with one half of Don't Doze, Ricky. Ricky's, fr- he's, been on, he's been on a couple episodes, well, mock episodes. Where's my 40? But this is a fucking real one. Where's my 40? Okay. Okay, local breweries. Let's continue this subject. Oh, shit. Look, I'm bleeding right now, man. Oh, shit. That's fuck. Cut myself on something on the table. Okay. Pause it. No, no, we good, we good. We got to finish the episode right now. We gotta finish the episode. All right. Local breweries. If we're gonna fill up, what are they called? Growlers. Yeah, yeah. Name one off the top. Give someone a plug right now. Thirty-three acres, baby. Shout out to the city of Vancouver. Shout out to thirty-three acres. Let's link up. Let's make a partnership. Let's make it happen, man. Absolutely, man. A couple forties of thirty-three in here. Ooh, ooh. That's money. From that's money. From Henrik to Pedersen. Speaking of money. Quinn Hughes, he's fucking money. But before we compare him to Duncan Keith, it's hard to find comparisons for Quinn Hughes. It is. We got to start off with Chris Tanev. Now, Ricky, while we were watching the game, having a great time, pretty much just going over hockey history, he brought up the Chris, he brought up the name Chris Phillips when it comes to Chris Tanev. Now, Chris Tanev, last week in the news, well, trending because uh, of reports of Troy Stetcher possibly... Possibly being on the block. There may not be room. Yulevi, got to come up eventually. Chris Tanev, UFA. They think they want to keep him. Chris Tanev, is he Chris Phillips? He's the old guard. Man. Tanev, if he sticks around long enough, he will be our version of Chris Phillips. He will. And is that a bad thing or is that a good thing? I think it's a great thing, man. Ooh, why is that? Chris was a great player. (laughs) <laughs> he meant a lot to the city of Ottawa. Oh, it's one of those things. He meant a lot to the city of Vancouver. He's great Chris in the room. Yeah. Well, it's going to be one of those scenarios. Oh, Tanev needs to bring in some cups, man. He's there for the last run, and uh, I think he'll be here for the next one. Hey, Chris Tanev, say what you want. Obviously a bit polarizing because of what's happening with Troy Stetcher. I'll fucking say it. He's looking good this year. I don't know what the metrics are saying. I don't know what the damn charts are saying. The fucking graphs. But he's looking like he's having fun. And Chris Tanev, when he's having fun, whatever that means for him, whenever he's happy playing on the playing on the ice, he's an effective player. The whole thing with, with Troy Stetcher is, it might be one of those things. I, I think he's a good player. I think he's solid. Don't get me wrong. Will he ever be as good as Chris Tanev was in the past? Probably not. Chris Tanev was pretty good. And, and a part of that still still lingers onto what Chris Tanev is right now. Right. It, say what you want. People just, coaches love guys like that. 
I don't think it's the biggest deal if this team loses Troy Stature. I'll say it. I'll say it. Uh, it's not the it's not the biggest of deals. They, they're gonna have to move him, make a deal, something. It's not the it's not the worst case. And and Quinn Hughes is playing with Chris Tanev, and they're looking pretty good. They do look good, man. They they make each other look fast. Yeah. Uh, keeping Tanev at the expense of Stetcher is the real question. Well, kind of sucks that you'd have to asset management. It's yeah, not one of the things that you'd have to lose Stetcher, but we still don't exactly know what Stetcher could be at the high end. Uh, I could just be overvaluing Canucks defenseman, which I've been guilty of many like times. A million. Hey, times don't blame us. We've been fucking treated to top four defense. Like that's that's what we yeah. get. Top four demon everywhere. Uh, but yeah, no. You know, top Ta- four demon. Ta- Tanev over Stetcher. If it like, okay. Yeah. Tanev over Stetcher. Yeah. Because of Quinn Hughes, people are gonna hate us for that, man. Trust me. Like metrics and you know whatever books say about ages and. Player relevancy after the age of whatever. I'm just making up words now. You know, everyone, like everyone, everyone's picking Stetcher. I would just hold, like, relax. Group and I also still do think if they have to make a decision, don't rule out Jordy Ben being an asset during this offseason. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but if they have to keep up, convinces- if they have to keep Troy Stetcher. What if he convinces his brother to come in long? Oh, that's the other thing. Oh, dun, dun, dun. I wish Benning, I had that sound you, effect right now. You genius Benning. Get the brother and the other brother will come. All right, that's a theory, and that's a great theory. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. You know, that that may be a thing. Now you got me thinking. <laughs> We're going to save that for another episode. Is Jordy Ben only here because this team is planning something with J- Jamie? 1% chance, but anything, anything is, anything is possible. <laughs> Speaking of anything being possible, the Canucks finally have a number one defenseman, Quinn Hughes. We've been saying it a lot on this program. The best Canuck defenseman of all time. And today, I was listening to an interview on Spin Chicklets with Duncan Keith. Okay, so it got me really thinking. Duncan Keith in his prime is somewhat is somewhat the same player as Quinn Hughes minus the, the prickliness, you know? I think the way they play, the way they affect the game, the way they stick check... And I know we're talking about Quinn Hughes in his first year. Obviously, he's going to mature and get a bit stronger. But I really see that much of an impact being made by Quinn Hughes. We're talking about a guy who's got two Norris trophies. I know, it's crazy. But the guy's a gamer. He's a baller. And you know who else is a gamer and a baller? Duncan Keith. Agreed. Now, Keith, uh, to me, they look different on the ice, man. Like, when Quinn skates, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like he's walking on water or something. Whereas, like, Duncan Keith looks like how Horvat looks right now. Mm. He's always, like, head down, just motor. He's working hard. He's working hard. Quinn man. makes that shit look easy, man. Quinn is he's a, fast. yeah, he's elegant. Yeah. He's elegant. That's the word to use. Mm-hmm. Effortless. Effortless. I think. But, yeah, it would be great for uh, Keith's impact. Exactly what the impact he had on Chicago. for Quinn Yeah, change that. the pace, change uh, the way best, the team plays, how you break scenario. out. He's just that good. And, mm-hmm. I mean, Duncan Keith, back in the day, I mean, we brought up the Triple H thing, you know? How <laughs> how Duncan Keith, for me, was Triple H. Like, when I was a kid, I fucking hated Triple H, growing up being a wrestling fan. When I was a, a teenager watching the Canucks, I hated Duncan Keith. I was like, fuck this guy, man. He's such a piece of shit. And you know why? You know what makes a piece of shit an even better piece of shit? Or an even bigger piece of shit? Is when they're good. 
Like Duncan Keith was that guy, man. You hated him, and then as as you get older, and now looking back at what this guy was able to do, especially in 2010, he's one of the best defensemen in, in this generation. I'm still not over what he did to Daniel. Oh yeah, that was a piece of shit move. Still not over it. Who are you more angry at, Duncan Keith or the people on the ice? Ooh, honestly, come on, man. Yeah, that's bro. It was embarrassing. That was that was one of the most embarrassing days. In Canuck history. Okay, I know. I'm bringing up old wounds. The, the negligence <laughs> of an act of violence being one of the most embarrassing moments in Canuck history, but that's fucking Daniel Sedin. That's the year after losing game seven in the Stanley Cup finals to the Bruins after getting beaten up. And this guy takes a run. A defenseman who I just called, you know, someone that to compare to to Quinn Hughes, impact wise, and the way they skate, the way they the way they make pace in the game. That guy takes a run at Daniel. A fucking... St- that was one of the worst hits. Yeah. Holy, that, that was dirty, bro. Yeah. And nobody did shit. Our whole thing, those... The Gillis years was no retaliation. Like, from the get... It was just... On the power it play. It was like, on the power play, get the points. And and it worked until the seventh game of the Stanley Cup final. But, damn, damn let's not down go down path. this Yeah, uh, that's this another path. day. You know what we should do? <laughs> we should do, and... And and sorry about not fucking mentioning much about the game, okay? 7-2, take it. Take it to the bank. Enjoy yourself. It was exactly how you Okay, it's it game was. 11. It's game 11. You know what Ricky told me? He said I should wait till game 41 to take these games serious. It's hard, man. It's game 11. Being a Packers fan, being a longtime sports fan, you can't get hyped. You can't get hyped up so early. That's what... I, I mean, I don't do it. I take everything with a grain of salt. I'm impressed by the effort, but it's game 11. Keep it going. It's a long season. It's a large wagon. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a large fucking wagon, man. Okay, man. Sipping on the 40. Thank you so much for listening. Get the network, the Nux Misconduct Network, wherever you listen to podcasts. Three shows. One swipe, one tap. My name's Kyle Bowen. That was Ricky. Don't dose. Hey. Who, who knows if he'll be back? He'll be back. You Thank know what you we should do? 40. That's what we should do. Next time we come here, we should just, you know, get Pacora, a, Pacora, a box of Pacoras and a 40. And have a have a good episode. What about me makes you think I like Bacordas? What we just talked about it. Not come on, man. Shout out to Bacordas. <laughs> hey, happy Diwali, man. I have a box of sweets out here. Hey, man. I'm hey, Jalebis or Luddus? Jalebis or Luddus? Sensitive subject. Sensitive, right? I always gotta go with the Jalebi. Yeah, me too, man. Yo, when I was younger, I didn't fuck with the Jalebis, but now I don't know because I'm smoking weed and shit like that. But I love the Jalebis, man. That shit is. They should sell that in every store. They should sell that in 7-Eleven, man. On popsicles. On popsicles. Man, oh man. That was sipping on a 40. I hope you have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. I do not know what you're when you're listening to this, but I fucking appreciate it. Peace.